following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this 13th day of December 2023. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and get yourself some Christmas presents, uh, stuff, stocking stuffers, whatever it may be, for the holiday season over there at uh, at SeatGeek and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great uh, great articles and great podcasts, such as the Captain Lou Extravaganza, which I'm a guest on tonight with over there with Lou. We'll talk some uh, college football playoff, the Yotani signing, a little bit of hockey, a little bit of a potpourri of sorts. We're over there with Lou uh, Lou Gamlin. It's always a good time to talk with uh, talk with Lou. He's a very knowledgeable guy, and uh, a couple of old guys like me and Lou talking uh, some sports and putting some logic in, into things. There it is. Anyways, uh, thank you very much from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters for listening to the show on a daily basis, uh, whether it be in the podcast form or over there uh, on YouTube, which we are live right now. And if you're listening on podcast, go over to the, uh, the uh, YouTube page, click on the thing, click on subscribe, and then there you go. And there it is. Anyways, the, uh, the rich just keep on getting richer and the hits just keep on coming rumor has it that the los angeles dodgers after we've all digested the otani signing a little bit i'm still trying to figure out how that uh the contract works from when it went from 70 million dollars to two million dollars to 46 million dollars i know there's some taxes and things in there but i we won't get into the accounting and and the things that's not very much fun to talk about during the holiday season when we're all worried about a couple of bucks here and there for christmas dinner and for for presents everything else so 70 million bucks so we could all use that there's no getting around that so let's not talk about the uh, finances of, of that contract anymore because nobody actually really knows except the accountants how that all, all really works but anyways now with the Dodgers they're looking to add some pitching now because they only right now have the one guy ready to go right now in Bobby Miller the rest of their rotation is on the is on the uh, outs with Walker Bueller in his tight pants he's uh, not going he had Tommy John a couple of years ago but he's still not ready to go for the opening of this season Dustin May had a, a leg injury at the right tendon he's not ready to go so he's out for a little bit still uh uh, Tony Gonsolin, Tommy John, September 2023. He's out, so he won't be pitching this year. And then you have... Um Clayton Kershaw, he's also uh, he has he's a free agent signing, but he also they're looking to bring him back. But he he also had shoulder surgery in the offseason, so he won't be ready to go until about July or August. So right now the Dodgers, and then they went and signed Otani. Oh, he's not pitching this year, so seventy million bucks sitting around. Only uh, a DH this year doesn't even have a glove in the upcoming season. So right now the Dodgers don't have any pitching uh, to of any note right now to go and get uh, get the season started and get things going. So what do they, they do? It's already rumored and it's already supposed to be a done deal. It might be announced as early as tomorrow because there was something that I saw that might might not be supposed to have been seen by a bunch of people, but there was a guy, a tourist at uh, Dodger Stadium who reported they were already doing the uh, the jersey thing. The the, the uh, His his pitcher was already up unless it was just a a, a tour thing for, for uh, uh, Yamamoto, Yoshinubu Yama, Yamamoto to go and sign with the Dodgers, maybe that was just part of their their uh, their their uh, 
their scouting probe or their, hey, welcome to L.A. thing. And once they bring him over and say, hey, here's what we got. But it's already been reported that he's there. And then they, another guy that's been reporting the Dodgers are going out and getting. And this guy's a great pitcher, Tyler Glasnow, in, in a trade. He's uh, looking to be an arbitration pitcher right now. And... Um, with the Tampa Bay race right now, the, uh, the, the rich are just going to get, keep getting richer and he's going to be a $25 million guy with, uh, with, uh, um, with Tyler Glass now. So it's going to be a Yoshinobu who's a $35, $40 million pitcher. And then you got Glass now at 25 and plus whatever they might add after that. And it just uh, plus whatever they they get out of Otani next season. So you think you, you average out what Otani is going to be for a pitcher uh, next next year at 35. But let's not, let's not kid ourselves. It's still 35 million bucks like for, for next season. So now you got three pitchers right there at $105 million. million. Uh, it's just a, another sign that, that Major League Baseball and the competitive imbalance of the league is a completely broken, and it is not a good thing for baseball at all. you got three guys right there. you got p- a pitching staff. That would be uh, one, two, three in anybody's rotations. No getting around that. You, yes, you have Garrett Cole in New York. And now Garrett, the, the Yankees got to go look for something else. It's not a Yankee show today, but you got you definitely have a competitive imbalance, which is a completely unfortunate for baseball. And it's time to maybe look at maybe just uh, maybe contracting a few teams because you don't have enough quality pitchers to go around and you don't have enough money and you don't have deep enough pockets on a lot of owners to even compete. And it's, it's too bad to say that because I'm a baseball guy through and through, but Right now, you probably have 10 or 11 teams right now on the 13th of, uh, of December who aren't gonna, going to make, make the playoffs, let alone even contend for a, uh, for a World Series. You got uh, Washington, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Detroit, the White Sox, Oakland. Well, Oakland's a joke. Uh, the Angels and, and uh, Colorado, San Diego, uh, the Mets, Boston, and even the Yankees right now aren't a World Series contender with their pitching. So you might have 14 teams right now that I'm just thinking off the top of my head as I got done for research this morning that don't have a hope in hell of winning a World Series. Yes, the Dodgers can go out and spend money. It's not the Dodgers' fault that they that they that they can spend money and they found a way to usurp the the uh, the salary cap per se and find a way to to get things going. They have good accountants, good lawyers, everything else. And found found that loophole with the with the. Uh, Otani signing, and you have a, a lot of teams that just don't have the the wherewithal to get the, to to compete at the major league baseball level. And it's not the players' fault. It's not because the players are only going to accept what the, the owners offer them. They're not going to say no. That's too much money. And then you have the uh, the player or the owner story who are just following the rules to say, you know what, we want to go and spend, 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 and win a World Series. And you can't blame them because it's well within in their rights within the rules. And the Dodgers uh, ownership, they've been around for a long time, and they might be in a situation right now where they're thinking, you know what? We've been spending a lot of money for a lot of years, and we only have that one World Series to go and show for it. So you can't really blame the Dodger ownership for saying we're going to go and spend uh, $400 million this year. Four hundred million on on one season. See if we can't get it done. You can't blame them for doing that, considering they spent how many billions of dollars getting that one World Series in twenty twenty, and it's, it's not their fault for wanting to do that. You can't blame a guy get coming close, licking the jar for so long, and having a opportunity making the playoffs to win the National League West for how many years in a row. You can't blame the the the, the system. You have to blame the system. You can't blame the team. You can't blame the Magic Magic Johnson, his ownership group. Although I'm sure Magic Johnson isn't sitting in on the on the meetings per se, but it's one of the, you, you can't blame these, uh, these owners who go out and spend a bunch of money to try to be competitive. Do, 
and uh, I'm a Yankee guy, so come at me all you want. Come at me all you want. I don't care because the Yankees aren't competitive either. They're not a very good baseball team, even going out and getting Soto right now. They're, they're still a long ways away from doing anything. And I've talked about this before when Steinbrenner really started spending money. That's when they started actually not not winning world championships because they had back then you had to build around the draft. And you you, you talk about the guys that they were, they were signing back then. Uh, it's a different time, a different era, and everything else. But they weren't they weren't getting seventy million dollars. I know that one's an outlier, but they weren't. There wasn't thirty five, forty, forty five million dollar players back then. There just wasn't. It was a different era. Uh, you look at, uh, I think it was uh, Clemens. We'll talk about him later on uh, on this day. He signed a four-year contract with the with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, Blue Jays on this day uh, back in 1996 for 10 million bucks a year, like 40 million dollars over four. Uh, that's a lot different than the 70 million dollars that one guy's getting per year. Or let's 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 forget about Otani. That that one's an outlier. Let's let's talk about like even the coal signing. He got thirty five or whatever it was. So that one hundred and forty million is a lot different for four years over uh, over his contract compared to what Clemens got. It's a different time and a different era. But when the Yankees started spending a bunch of money. They didn't. They didn't win a bunch of World Series, and the Yankees have been winning or spending money for a long time, and they're not winning World Series. So there has to be some kind of competitive uh, balance. You got. You got to draft right. You got to get the right free agency. You got to do do everything right. Um, buying a championship doesn't really ever work. Look at the Mets. What they, what they've been doing. Yeah, like yes, the Texas Rangers this season they they spent the fourth most money in baseball and they won themselves a World Series. But over overall, the Dodgers haven't done it. They haven't got signed. Sent, sent, uh, haven't uh, won a, a World Championship out of that that fake one in 2020 so you can't blame the ownership group of the Dodgers for going out and saying we're, we're well within our rights we're going to make some trades we have some prospects we can go out and make a, a deal for Glasnow right now we can we can go out and give an, an offer Yamamoto 40 million bucks a year we, he hasn't pitched in the big leagues but everything says uh watching him pitch in Japan uh a 25 year old guy let's you know let's give him 35 million bucks a year why not why not like it's not my money. I could care less. I don't care. I just I feel bad for the uh, people in in certain. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say feel bad. Yeah, I, I actually do. I feel bad because baseball finds a way to to really stub itself in the face and stub itself in the foot. They they want people to watch the game. They're trying to grow the game. They're trying to um, make it uh, make it so young people. It's more of a generational thing, and that's what baseball has been. But baseball is losing a gen a big generation of fans because a lot of fans their team doesn't have a hope in hell of winning. They don't like they don't like you like I'll talk with Lou about this tonight a little bit. He's from the Detroit area, but the the uh, growing a fan base in Detroit it's got to be a tough thing because you you have a team that hasn't been competitive for a lot of years. They were stuck in the Cabrera contract and everything else that was going on for quite so, some time. But the, that Detroit Tigers team doesn't have a hope in hell of winning the World Series this year or next year or the year after because their ownership group won't spend, and you can't blame them for not spending because you know what? We, there's only X amount of teams who are going to win year in year out or be competitive year in year out yes you have to spend money to be great but how do you grow the game when you're telling little billy or little bobby when when that mom and dad or grandma and grandpa want it when aren't going to go to the game because well why, why am i going to pay money to watch them lose like i, I it's no one no one's going to pay money on a consistent basis to watch their team lose like you might go once or twice a year compared to 10 11 times a year and then you can't see the game on tv or, or do you even want to watch the game on tv because you know your team's going to lose like diehard fans they'll watch but it's the fringe fans where they that you got to bring up to the next level 
And baseball's really finding a way to make sure that some teams never, ever win, um, that, that they just won't win. And it's been a long time. Like Detroit hasn't won a World Series in quite some time. Yeah, they went there in 2011, I believe it was, or 12. I can't re remember what year, but that doesn't much matter. But you look at those teams that just never have a chance to win across the, the, the baseball landscape, and it's all because of the system. It's not the owner's fault. It's not the player's fault. It's, it's the system's fault that allows these teams who have the best lawyers and who have the best accountants to get this thing done on a consistent basis and you, you just don't understand why baseball can't see that and why baseball continues to trip and trip over itself the Dodgers don't need any help the Dodgers don't need help filling that building it, that place is going to be full no matter what the Otani signing that doesn't put more butts in the seats at Chavez Ravine it doesn't like he that place is full every night no matter what and so now it's just a, it's, it's more marketing outside of LA that that's that 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 deal is going to help the Dodgers. Like it's it's so insane the way that baseball just can't see can't see that they're hurting themselves and these owners who are just piling in money into their pockets just don't seem to care about the local fan and, and the, the, their fan base. And it's it's too bad because you know a lot of the, like, like like the Pittsburghs of the world who they went won some World Series, they've been some World Championships, they've been in the playoffs, and they had some consistent teams. But they're they're just bad. They're just a bad baseball team. And it's and it's and it's not the players' fault. It's it's the owners' fault and it's the system's fault. Major League Baseball makes sure that there are a lot of fan bases that have no hope in hell of winning. And it's too bad to see because baseball is such a great game and that a lot of people aren't watching it anymore because you're not going to watch your team lose. You're not going to pay good money because it's, it's expensive to go to a game. Not every stadium, but it's, it's expensive to go to a game. Yes, you can sit way up high, halfway to, to wherever, across the river and watch a game. There's no getting around that. But that's gonna, you might get in for 10 bucks or 8 bucks or whatever it might be. But to have a good seat and parking and everything else, it's expensive. And so these fan bases, are, are you're losing these fan bases because they don't have a hope in hell of winning. And this, like I said, it's 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 it's... It's awful for baseball in uh, across Canada, across the United States, because it's uh, there's just too much going on. Like it's it's easier to go to uh, like if you're in Long Island where Jim is, Long Island Ducks, you can go to a game there for probably ten bucks. Or if you're if you're in in uh, Lethbridge here, you can go to and it's not the same level. I understand that, but you can go to WCBL game for for fifteen bucks. Like to go to a major league game to watch your team lose and to, to know that they're going to get their teeth knocked in on a nightly basis and they're going to lose a hundred games or eighty five games or whatever it might be and the Yankees lost 80 games last year so they're not far behind they're not far behind at all so let's not don't even look at the stuff over my shoulder and say Yankee fans got uh, you guys how many have how many world championships over the years I don't count those ones when there was five teams so those ones don't matter to me I don't I care less about the, the chase for 28 and all that stuff I don't care about that at all like win this year I don't work, look at look at the past yes I have the, the core four behind me there and the glory years to look on obviously but all that other stuff doesn't matter but it, it's the it's the it's the game moving forward that matters to me the most and it's the game that moving the, the getting fans interested in it to that, that that baseball isn't seeing and like they have to come up with some kind of an agreement and you, you think when they go to a um they're going to eventually get to collective bargaining agreement that's coming right around the corner again that uh, they're they're, they're Players are going to go on strike because they're they're not going to take a pay cut. The players are they they've been they're just as guilty if not if not more guilty in this whole thing because they they've been saying we want to get fifty percent of all the payment coming through because they're the show. But the thing is, you know what? The show will go on. The show will go on without you. And you know what? You're not going to say no to a contract. You're not going to say no to 20 million a year. You may not be getting 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 million a year, but you ain't saying no to 20. If the owners say, you know what? That's it. We're not paying it. We're not doing it. We're bleeding out, out one side. We have to look at the 
the uh, the smaller markets. We have to look at the smaller market teams. We have to look at the, the betterment of the game. If the owners actually stood up to the players and collect a bargaining agreement and say, you know what, we're not doing it. How's that sound? We're, we're, we're just not doing it. We have to restructure the whole thing. We have to restructure it for the betterment of the game. And that's the, the biggest thing. I just thought of that. They have to restructure this whole thing for the betterment of baseball for the younger generations. I understand. I understand it's a free market and uh, this this uh, North America and the, the, the free worlds are built on a free market. I get it. So you you put your you, you put your best foot forward. And if I'm, if I'm worth this much, I'm worth this much. But you're only worth what someone's going to pay you, right? That's just it. Like you can have, it's, 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 it's like sports memorabilia and trading cards. It's only worth what someone's going to pay for it, right? You, you might think that, that, that it's worth 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or 20 grand or whatever it might be. Cause it means that much to you. And it's the same as a baseball player. If a baseball player, if somebody says, you know what? You're not worth that much. We, we can't, we can't as a game on the whole afford to pay you. And until you own the company, you don't decide what you get paid. A lot of these players, they because it's the owners eating the owners alive to stay within the, they're they're inside the, the market, they're inside the value and everything else. So it's these owners who don't understand or that that are eating the game alive, and it's too bad just to get that one world championship and to have that trophy. And like you, you don't know, like you don't know how much pride. Yes, there's some celebrating and everything else, but when it's all said and done, and these teams win a World Series and they went out and spent. 300 million bucks on a on a uh, on a world series championship team or 250 million bucks or whatever it might be you, you yes the the owner who, who gets the trophy first which is an absolute crime that the owners get the trophy first but it's the owner who goes out and spends 300 million dollars on, on one year you wonder how much pride when they look back on it and go yeah that, i built this team you didn't build shit you, you opened up your bank account Took me till uh, eight twenty eight in the morning to swear for my first volunteer on fourteen twenty in the morning. But you didn't build build it. You didn't build a damn thing. You opened up your checkbook and you said, "Here, here's a championship team." You told you told some GM to go and spend a bunch of money. You got your accountants behind it and everything else. And that's what's wrong with baseball. You don't have to build a franchise anymore. Arizona almost got it done, but you know what? Cinderella still has never won. Cinderella never wins. It's the guy with the deepest bank account that gets it done. The Kansas City Royals did it. They added a piece here and there, but the Kansas City Royals did it in 2015. The Cubs went and spent a bunch of money. Yes, they had some guys who were long-term Cubs. There were some farm system guys in there, but the Cubs went and spent a bunch of money. Cinderella doesn't win in baseball. It doesn't. There's never, there's, there's never ever a story go. Yeah, you know that that team they were they were built on on, uh, on champions. Everybody, everybody's been everybody, everybody's been stroking off the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay race for how long? They've never won a damn thing. Never. Not even close. Get the playoffs, lose, right? 2020, they got to the finals, and that was it. Baseball's broken. It's so broken, and, and now you see what the Dodgers are doing, uh, and it's just one of those things, and they, they just don't they just don't have it, and it's one of those things. That the, the, uh, that's my sports. The 2000 Yankees tried until 2009, 100%. I've been saying that just before you, just before you guys started listening, that the Yankees, they, they stopped winning world championships when they overspent. But in 2009, they went out and spent a bunch of money, went and got Sabathia, A.J. Burnett uh, to share at first base, and they bought themselves a championship. And that's wrong. That's not right. I, I'm a Yankee guy through and through, 100%. And that's my sports. Uh, he, that's what he said. I'm 100% a Yankee guy. They tried and tried and tried, but they didn't do it. They didn't do it. And, and so just spending money that doesn't guarantee you, but it gives you a better chance. It gives you a better chance to win a world championship. The, 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 the Pittsburgh Pirates aren't winning one. Baltimore had a great team this year, but they got smoked in the playoffs. Smoked. But by the eventual World Series champion who spent the fourth most in baseball. So all of these teams that are that, that their, their owners don't spend and they try to grow it and they, they, they try to nickel and dime things, they don't get it done. 
And that's bad for baseball. It's really bad for baseball. It's a game that I absolutely love. But now you look at the Dodgers, how they're just now they're going out to get Glass now, like I said, and they're rumored to already have signed Yamamoto. So where, where are we? You have them this much money. Is it a guarantee they're going to win? No, because they're the Dodgers. They have the one World Series since 88. But is it a guarantee? I, I don't think it is, but it, it doesn't hurt to have that kind of pitching because they, they're just, they just don't have to build up to, to the draft. Just go get this guy and go get that guy and go get that guy. Here it is. Done deal. If baseball is broken, and there's a lot of people who, in a lot of cities across the United States and even in Canada, like the Jays right now, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? They have the, they, one of the best pitching staffs in baseball, but they, they, they went out and – see, that's funny. You wonder what the Jays are going to do now that that's 60, 70 million. Same with the Giants. The Giants were rumored to be in on the, on the, uh, Otani thing. And they had the same deal, but Otani just chose LA instead of San Francisco. The same deal was on the table and he just chose one or the other. And everybody knew it was going to be the Dodgers. What that's what's, that's what's quite funny about that deal that, uh, it, it got to that point. But what, what are these teams going to do that other players say, they, they were going to give this guy 70. He doesn't have to have a glove next year. Now you have this guy. Now what are they going to give the rest of these free agents? Because now, like Toronto with Vladdy and Bichette, like, who are coming to free agents next couple of years, they can say, you're going to give him 70. Yes, I know it's an outlier. You're going to give him 70. Why can't you give me 30? It's going to be interesting how that, that all turns out. It's going to be interesting. And now the players, like I said, the players and, and the owners are not to blame. It's the system. Because not one person on God's green earth is going to say no to a contract that pays you 30, 40, 50, 60 million bucks. Nobody. And anybody who says they would, they're lying. They are so lying. I'm my integrity. Bullshit. Somebody offered you that kind of money, you're taking it. And that's the problem. There's only X amount of teams in baseball who can pay it. So maybe it's time to, maybe, just maybe, it might be time to maybe get rid of some teams and call it good. And then it's just one of those things. Uh, that's my sports. One of my co-hosts is a diehard Mets fan. If Cohen did this with the time the Major League Baseball would throw sanction at him. I agree. I agree, and the Yankees are the same way. Like I think LA might be the only team that uh, can get away with it for whatever reason. That the the way that they usurped the salary cap and found a way to get it all done. I'm I'm not an accountant. I don't I don't even try to be one. I don't know how that all still worked. I read something on it, but it still didn't make sense. How the tax and everything else. And so it's one. You wonder just how um, how it all came about and why it was a thing. But it's interesting to see how it all all going to turn out. But baseball has a baseball problem. Baseball is a business problem that I don't know is going to be um, solved in the next coming years but it, when, once they go to collective bargaining that's you're gonna have a major problem because the players are gonna say you've been doing this for how long open up the books you, you can, the mlb app makes how much money mlb subscriptions you're on amazon prime you're on apple tv on and on it goes all that money you're making on everything else you, you can't the, the players aren't gonna take aren't, aren't gonna say uh, take take my money away you've been giving me this long and we want more because they, they, they want to get the books open the owners won't do it because major league baseball has a has a, a a definite group of owners who run the whole thing and they run the whole thing and they can care less about the fans in cincinnati they care less about the fans in pittsburgh and detroit they don't care they're making money the big markets are making money and that's and that's the biggest thing and that's why the only reason why these owners have the have these teams maybe maybe the mets maybe cone is the only guy that has these teams he's a fan but at the end of the day, these owners are all about making money, and you got to spend money to make money, and that's what the that's what the Dodgers do. You look what the Dodgers have done, and look what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to buy a championship, and it's not, I'm not even talking Otani. I'm just talking about the pitching, the pitching that they're going out to probably get maybe today and tomorrow. Like it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that there's this many teams right now, right across baseball, that don't have a hope in hell of winning a World Series this year, and it's only December the 13th. Merry Christmas. There it is. It's December 13th, and I counted, I counted at least 10 teams, 12 teams that aren't making the playoffs, let alone winning a World Series. 
And it's it's an absolute shame the way that this is all turning out. And it's a game that I love, and I you just don't understand why they don't see it. And you're losing a fan, you're losing fans right across because guys my age and older, we're uh, we're weeding ourselves out. There's no getting around that. There, it's uh, you're, you're losing that young generation of fans who aren't going to games because their team has no chance of winning because nobody pays money to watch their team lose. That's a, that, that's a guarantee. You might go to one or two a year instead of that 10, 12 games a year. And season tickets and on and on it goes. You aren't. You just aren't. And baseball has to figure that out. But that, that there's a lot more people than just New York, L.A., Houston, and uh, wherever else. Maybe the Cubs, right? Like, you look at that, right? There's, there's a lot more teams involved in that. And you have 10, 10, 13 teams right now that not even playoff contenders, that aren't World Series contenders. And that's a major problem that they have in baseball. Anyways, I've been yapping long enough. I'm way past my 14.20 in the morning, Mark. So let's get to uh, let's get to our sponsors over there at SeatGeek. And then we'll do birthdays and get you guys out of here. Give Santa and his elves a break from the grind this Christmas season and ask for tickets from SeatGeek. SeatGeek has tickets for shows, concerts, and sporting events for around the globe. And by using promo code 1420POD, you'll save $20 on tickets. Tickets make for great stocking stuffers and gifts. So get go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app for all of your ticket needs this holiday season. And use promo code 1420POD today for your Christmas ticket. There it is. You still got time. You don't even got to wrap it up. Just put it in an envelope. Call her good. Put it in a stocking. There it is. Tickets at uh, SeatGeek. Every link's a good. Uh, something to look forward to for the new year, too, right? You get a ticket. Uh, you're ready to go to a concert, might be. Because I remember last Christmas, my uh, niece got old Taylor Swift tickets, right? There it is. So got, got to get your Taylor Swift reference in there. Clip that and make a million dollars on that. But uh, it's, uh, I know you, she opened up those uh, last Christmas. Like it was a big surprise when that concert in Seattle. But uh, yeah, get some, get some tickets to help out uh, support the uh, 1420 podcast. Greatly appreciate it. Anyways, two birthdays and on this day and call her a day. On this day in 1996, the Toronto Blue Jays signed free agent pitcher Roger Clemens to a four-year, $40 million contract after pitching for 13 seasons with the Boston Red Sox, where he won three Cy Young Awards. Clemens' two-season Toronto were were no less than spectacular. Both seasons, he led the American League in strikeouts, wins, and ERA while winning back-to-back Cy Young Awards. For his efforts, he was also named an all-star in both seasons. Uh... As a Blue Jay, Clemens was traded to the New York Yankees prior to the start of the 1999 season for Homer Bush, Graham Lloyd, and David Wells. Needless to say, Wells was not happy with the trade back to Toronto as he went 18-4 and with a perfect game in the 98 season that saw the Yankees win the World Series that year. Clemens would help the Yankees in 99 and 2000 to win the World Series and would, would win another Cy Young in 2001. Overall, Clemens would win seven Cy Youngs in his career, a 354-184 to record, a 3.1 two RA and 4,672 strikeouts over his career. Say what you want about Clemens. He was one of the greatest uh, to pitch the game. Uh, a few uh, a few substances went into his body to uh, help him prolong his career. Because it was funny, like the 13 years he had there uh, in Boston, he was starting to go on the downhill slope. And as soon as he came north to Canada, that's when things went projected north, north, northbound in more than one more ways than once for Clemens. But on this day in uh, 1996, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays went out inside. You think about that, hey, four Forty million bucks for four years for Roger Clemens. That is crazy to think what uh, you guys are getting at once. And we're not going to bring up Otani anymore. I'm going. I'm over that one one more time with Lou tonight. But it's crazy to think one of the all-time greats. He got uh, he got uh, forty million for four years, and guys are getting forty million for one year. Well, Judge, right? Cole, like you go on and on. On and on it goes. Here's the guy who wasn't making 40 a year in his career. Happy birthday to happy 81st birthday to Ferguson Jenkins, born on this day in 1942. 
in oh, in Chatham, Ontario. Uh, Ferguson originally signed with the Philadelphia Phillies in June of 62 and made his major league debut on September 10th, 1965 versus the St. Louis Cardinals in front of 16,333 people at Connie Mack Stadium in Philadelphia going four and a third, striking out one and no runs against in the Phillies 5-4 extra inning win over the Cardinals. Jenkins was traded to, Chicago, to the Chicago Cubs the following season and his first year uh, as a starter. Uh, Jenkins would go 20 games would win 20 games posting a 2.80 ERA with 236 strikeouts in his career Jenkins was a workhorse uh, to say the least uh, uh, completing 267 of 594 games he started and uh, had, a, had a career record of 284 and 226 in his 19 year career with stops in Philadelphia Chicago with the Cubs Texas and Boston Jenkins was inducted to the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame in 1987, and in 1991, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, the first uh, Canadian inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Ferguson Jenkins, born on this day in 1942. There it is, obviously one of the all-time greats. There's a a statue outside of Wrigley Field there when they did their renovation a few years back. He's got a a statue of Ferguson Jenkins, obviously one of the all-time great. He was was arrested once for a pot in 1981, I think it was, when he was playing for the Red Sox, and he kind of got suspended for a couple of weeks there, and that one kind of just went away. Yeah, there's not enough evidence. Basically, they went, it's pot, we don't care. (laughs) Back in 81, some things never changed for a long time, but there there it is. There's 14.20 in the morning. Uh, Thanks for listening to you guys thanks for uh, being on on youtube if you uh, if you haven't uh, subscribed yet to our youtube channel make sure you go over there we're everywhere F- facebook at 1420 uh at uh, on twitter at or, or x at underscore 1420 and there it is um on, like i said i'm on with lou tonight the Captain Luke Stravaganza. Make sure you watch that. 7.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 uh, Mountain Standard Time. Check your local listings, and uh, there it is. 14.20 in the morning, and remember, have a great day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow, but remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. You just listened to the 14.20 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.